But let's open our Bibles tonight. Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. The now, book, yes. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. Hallelujah. Tonight I want to title the word the wise men worship. Last week we heard the leper worship. Tonight it's the wise men worship. The Lord is leading me to minister on the worship tonight. The Holy Spirit said, sometimes you think life is complicated. Sometimes you think Jesus is complicated. Sometimes you think life is unrewarding. But tonight, let me tell you a truth. Jesus is not complicated. Jesus is either complicated or he is unrewarding. When you worship the Lord, like the wise men, if you decide to give your life for worship, you will see you follow a Jesus who is lovely, who is good, who is wonderful. He's not complicated. He said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light and he is rewarding. Hallelujah. But tonight, we want our heart to be in worship. The wise men worshipped. Even tonight, the wise men, the one who is wise, still worship the Lord. Hallelujah. If you are wise tonight, you will still worship the Lord. If you are wise a few minutes back, you would have just listened to the word after worship. Because the wise men still worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Buddhi Olaven, Yeshu the one who has intelligence, worship the Lord. Let your buddhi, let your intelligence enlighten to know that God has called you to worship. Hallelujah. I think it was Benny Hinn who said, when you worship the Lord, God will open doors no man can shut. When you worship the Lord, you will make incredible supernatural prayers. Oh, hallelujah. When you worship the Lord, it gives power for your prayers. Hallelujah. To answer. Amen. Worship is the power behind the answered prayers. Come on, church. Glory to God. How many of you will make a decision to worship the Lord? The problem today is some people have intelligence, but their intelligence is like, hallelujah, the intelligence of thousand donkeys. Hallelujah. Whatever happens in their lives, they won't worship the Lord. Whatever moves them, they still won't move. That is the intelligence of thousand donkeys. Tonight, let that donkey intelligence leave your life. If there is something that has come to move you, hallelujah, praise God, and you are shaking, hallelujah, praise God, this is the time at least your eyes to be open and say, I need to worship the King of Kings and I need to worship the Lord of Lords, hallelujah. Because the wise men still worship. Hallelujah. If you decide to worship tonight, hallelujah, open your mouth and say, I am a worshiper. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Lift your hands and say, Lord, I will worship you, Lord. Clap your hands and say, Lord, I will worship you, Lord. I will make noise to you, Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Yesterday, a pastor asked a question in his word. He said, what kind of noise can be heard in your home? What is that is heard in your home? Predominantly, it's the noise of the fights. It's the noise of party. 
It's always the noise of worship. It's the noise of shout unto God. Hallelujah. The Bible says in the last days, the noise of party will increase. People will be eating and drinking, giving marriage and giving to marriage. But the Bible says, but the son of man will come. Like Pastor said a few days back, he said, it is time to leave all the other pleasures of life. Hallelujah. Accept us. Hallelujah. He said, especially not sexual pleasure in the context of marriage, but every other pleasures of life that is taking our time. And let's focus on the Lord to worship and thank and praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Tonight, the wise men worship. Another thought tonight is, how far do you worship Jesus? I think it's Billy Graham who said, the generation that we are living is a generation, people without convictions. Today we have a generation who lacks commitment. It can be called the spiritual bipolar extremes. Sunday and Friday, enthusiasm. Other days, depression. Nothing of the Holy Spirit, nothing of the Lord has any predominance or preeminence in your life. It's a spiritual bipolar. Tonight, whether it is a physical bipolar or a spiritual bipolar, the Lord has sent me with an anointing to destroy that over your life tonight. I rebuke that spirit of infirmity to leave your life and your family in the name of Jesus. By the finger of God, I cast you out. Devil, leave tonight in the name of Jesus. Some people worship in some days, some seasons. Hallelujah. And sometimes when the men of God try to give a word like this, they think, a pastor does not understand. He's too proud and arrogant. Oh, church of the living God, sons and daughters of God. This is not a proud statement. This is, I am just echoing the statement. Jesus said, I am looking for worshipers who are looking for worshipers who will worship in spirit and in truth. I am bringing you under the eyesight of God. I am bringing you under the eye of God. That is my assignment tonight to bring the church where Jesus can see us. He's looking. Hallelujah. You have to make a decision tonight that no matter what, I will follow the Lord till Jesus comes in great glory or till Jesus calls me home. I am going to follow the Lord with the best of what I have and what God has given me. Hallelujah. We need to be eternally minded. Every one minded that is not there in our mind is eternally. Every other thought is there. But Ecclesiastes 3 says, God has put eternity in our hearts. Hallelujah. Your life will not go wrong if eternity is in your heart. Eternity is in your decision. Eternity is in your giving. If you keep eternity before everything else, you cannot make a mistake. You cannot go wrong. Hallelujah. Abraham brought eternity. Hallelujah. And brought the family. Hallelujah. In the eternal perspective of God. That's why that generation did not go wrong. Isaac did not go wrong. Jacob did not go wrong. Joseph did not go wrong. Joshua did not go wrong. Till they came into the book of Judges when they took eternity from their minds. The Bible says each one did what was right in their own eyes. Hallelujah. 
tonight if you call on to the lord in worship he will differentiate you hallelujah in this generation you will be different when jesus preached there were two groups of people with him one who came to hear the message and other people who came to see the miracle but when the bread was over when the miracle was over hallelujah some of them started following jesus but in john chapter 6 where especially verses 60 to 70 when you read the bible says when the jesus started speaking about denying themselves taking up the cross and dying to themselves the bible says it's such a hard saying who can follow this jesus and the 66th verse says so many people stopped walking with the lord and it's amazing that jesus did not call them jesus said i'm not going to cumble anyone i gave the word if they don't want to follow me if they won't want to worship me so be it he did not call as a matter of fact when the jesus looked at the 12 disciples and if you want to go you also go if it was us we would have said at least 12 of you guys please stay with me jesus did not say that he said if you want to go you also go because he's not going to compel hallelujah anybody to worship he's a gentleman hallelujah he has shown his love he has shown his grace he has shown his favor he have commanded us to worship the lord now he's not going to force and come behind hallelujah people who does not want to when i say that i'm not speaking about the sheep who has fallen sheep knows it has fallen it's crying for the shepherd he'll come behind you and people who refuses to worship jesus is not going to come hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord there is no compromise if you want to go in worship there should not be any compromise in our worship as the pastor said when you go for a party if somebody ask you to give take a drink hallelujah you can either say i am not in a mood to drink or you can say i'm a child of god and i'm set apart in my life unto god that's why i don't drink you can take a stand for the lord no compromise come on church tonight if you as the head of the family does not compromise hallelujah it will automatically will flow into your wife to your children to the next generation i pray such a spirit of non compromise shall come upon our worship tonight in the name of the lord i release a grace hallelujah if you believe that lift your hands and ask the lord tonight for the grace of god to flow in your hearts you know in what part tonight in the name of the lord may the word of god cleanse you tonight hallelujah Are you with me, church? Jesus said, "I am not going to compromise. I will tell everything my father told you to say, told me to say, told me to tell you." In America, are you getting this tonight? Hallelujah! Everybody say Hallelujah! In America, now in India, there is a group called the Vegans. Everybody say Vegans. It's a vegetarian who omits all animal products from their diet. But inside that, there are called the neo-vegetarians. The group rise up. Their speciality is mainly they have a vegetarian diet. But in between, when they are tired of vegetarian, they eat a little bit of meat or egg. It's called the lacto-over-vegetarians who eats fish, or the over-vegetarians who eats egg. So there was a fight between the vegans and the vegetarians or the neo vegetarians and said hey you cannot also cannot be called the uh 
vegans. So just to compromise on that fight, they gave a new name called flexitarians. <laughs> when they eat tired of the vegetables, they eat other meat also. In other words, they pick and choose what they need to eat. And some of the flexitarians can be seen in the Christianity. They pick and choose the word they like. They pick and choose the word they want to say, Amen. Blessed are the one who goes through every word that is spoken and surrender their life under that. Don't be a flexitarian. Look at two people and say, don't be a flexitarian. Says we are believers, but sometimes we read, I mean, not many, but one or two cigar. I mean, just to show the style, just to show that we are also cool dudes in the city of Bangalore. <laughs> or when we go for a holiday, when we are together, you know, a little bit of dirty scenes and, uh, or a, you know, a little bit of uh, dirty culture. Or in the private uh, rooms of our lives, a little bit of compromise. Flexitarian. Hallelujah. Look at somebody and say, don't be a flexitarian. Or another example is, sometimes we are believers, but we only clap when we feel it. Not when the man of God says to clap. See, that is where the anointing flows. Other time also you can clap. Not when not we feel, when the entire church claps, somebody's flexitarian. Don't do that. Every day, just clap your hands. And the pastor say, rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. Even do to fail it, at least give us smile that come through your face. Amen. Hallelujah. Who knows? It is in the command. It's an obedience. May a spirit of sorrow, depression will leave in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Raba, Shanda, Rabala, Radakabala, Saddala, Duravala, Sia. Jesus is asking tonight. How far will you follow me? 24 days, 364 days, will you follow the Lord? Will you move under the anointing of the Holy Spirit? If you worship the Lord every day, there is an anointing, a dove anointing, an anointing of, hallelujah, innocence, an anointing of love will come upon you. Amen. Hallelujah. But we pick and choose. Today we have a Marriage, we pick and choose what we need to obey in the covenant of marriage. Hallelujah. Or we come for a Sunday meeting. If there is a brother-in-law's friend, sister's marriage, we say he will feel bad, so I should go for that marriage. God is almighty. He understands. Is that what the Bible says? Or if we want to go to another country, I've decided to go, I'm going. But what does James chapter 4, 13, yeah. Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow, we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell, and make a profit. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? Is it even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away? Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. Amen. That's enough. If the Lord wills, I will do this or that. That should be our prayer. 
we don't know our tomorrow only god is there in our tomorrow come on church tonight one man of god said only god is there in our tomorrow so what should we say if it, he wills and if he wills he'll take you he will give you a prosperous journey but don't compromise seek the will of god jesus sweat his blood to seek the will of god don't be a flexitarian last week i told you it's not where you become famous it is where god's will is done god is raising tonight a generation like that he said my church i will build and the gates of hate shall not prevail against it yan thanne ende sabaye paniyum ingeyulla oru saba aaradhikkunna saba a church that worship the lord like this a church that does not compromise a church like lord does not sit next to the gate of sodom but shall pitch his tent far away from sodom and worship the lord hallelujah he said we forgive everybody i cannot forgive my mother in law or my pastor both people are put in the same place now <laughs> jesus said forgive even love your enemies <laughs> it's not what i feel not be a flexitarian says i want to follow jesus how far you have to ask the lord tonight lord strengthen me anoint me help me to follow you salvation is free but following jesus will cost you everything pastor said amen salvation is free hallelujah that's why once you are saved you have to take baptism you have to proclaim publicly proclaim that's obedience to what jesus said add some water into your life after you are saved add some water don't subtract the water because this water of baptism can bring mighty breakthroughs hallelujah mighty certainties in your life it will remove the uncertainties about your salvation it will remove the uncertainty about your deliverance uncertainty about the covenantal relationship hallelujah it will give you the assurance of salvation just obey it that's what made paul saul into paul that made macedonian jailer into a oppressor jailer into a saint jailer hallelujah they added water into their lives don't be a flexitarian hallelujah stay in both sides go to luke chapter 9 and the 23rd verse then he said to them all if anyone desires to come after me let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me if anybody wants to follow me let him deny himself take up the cross and follow me Today's Christianity is a consumer Christianity. If I pray for what I if I pray for a particular thing and if I get it I will worship the Lord. If I get what I pray I'll worship the Lord. I will thank the Lord. But that's not what the Lord said. If you deny yourself it's when the Holy Spirit of God becomes everything in your life. and if you say with the holy spirit and say the greatest thing is to follow jesus that's the wise man worship the greatest thing is to follow jesus not gold or silver or myrrh the greatest thing is to follow my lord not the opinion of herod not the opinion of people but the greatest that's a wise man worship hallelujah 
following Jesus will cost you everything. I'm asking you tonight, have you lost anything following Jesus? Other than coming on a Sunday, that too, hallelujah, half a meeting. Hallelujah. Looking into your phone, hallelujah. And then go and do everything, indulging everything in the flesh. That's not costing. Or is Tatra or is Sutra? Yes, according to my father. Is that it? Tonight, while you are listening to this, we are almost in the half of the half, sixth month. And we have to decide we are not going to indulge in the flesh. Amen. We are going to worship Jesus. Hallelujah. You know the problem with the flesh? Moses' rod. The Lord said, put that rod down. The Bible says it became a snake and Moses got scared. That's our flesh. You are the rod of Jesus. You put that rod down. What happens? You see leprosy. You see the snake, the old flesh. But then the Lord said, take it by the tail. Hallelujah. That is the new creation. Take it by the tail. What happens? Usually, you take the snake by the head, otherwise the snake will bite you. But the Lord said, take it by the tail. When he took it by the tail, what you thought was the tail became the head. Come on. When you are born again, when you are a new creation, what you thought in your life, you are the tail, suddenly you become the head and not the tail. Come on. Jesus had put on Christ. When you put on the new creation, suddenly you will know, I am not the tail. I not need to wag, hallelujah, to the flesh and the fleshy desires. I am the head. I have authority over the things of the flesh. And you put the same thing before the waters. First challenge was that there was no water. The rod, the new creation. The water blessing came. You put that in the Red Sea, the Red Sea split, split. It's the new creation that became the head, the new creation. But you have to put it down before the Lord. But when the Lord takes you, your life will change. When you give the control of the Spirit of God, your life will change. You become the head. Come on. The more and more you walk in the flesh, you will walk as a tail. You will walk on the ground. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. As a cursed thing. But when Jesus takes you, you are a miracle rod, a blessing rod. Hallelujah. As long as the Moses' rod was High, the Bible says in the Exodus chapter 17, as long as he lifted his hands, his hand was raised with this rod. Amalek was defeated. Enemy was defeated. The Lord was their banner. Come on. As long as you lift up, you know who you are in Christ. As long as you are, hallelujah, you can see that Jesus Christ is the Lord over your life. As long as you know who Christ is for you and who you, Christ is in you and who Christ is for you. Hallelujah. You are victorious. But when you put the new creation down, the Amalek one, even the little enemy will conquer you. Tonight, you are redeemed by the blood of Jesus tonight. 
Hallelujah. Rabadiyas Kuroda Balasteradara. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Are you with me, church, tonight? In 1960, US brought forth a big ship called the SS United States. It was a warship. Inside that, around 2,000 soldiers, 20,000 soldiers could be seated. And it full tank or full fuel, it can run for about 10,000 kilometers at a stretch. Even planes and tank could fit into this ship. But after a few years, they stopped that and it became a luxury ship. There were five bars, about seven swimming pools and 2,000 people could fit into those luxury rooms. There were dance party, dance rooms, dance clubs, movie theaters. From the warship, it became a place, a ship of entertainment. The sole purpose of the ship was to do, go for war, for national duty. But after 17 years, it became a luxury ship. The same thing happened to many people. They stepped out for the Lord, carrying the cross and even to die for Jesus and to influence the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We were in the forefront of what the Lord was doing. But after years, it was a luxury attitude has gotten in. Just coming to church, just do some worship. Hallelujah. In the namesake. But the God has gone far away from the heart. It's no longer in the center of your life. But tonight, if you think that has happened to you, the grace that is flowing through the message tonight, will help you tonight in the name of Jesus. Receive it tonight. Receive it tonight. Receive it tonight in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Let our focus come back tonight in the name of Jesus. Somebody said, today's Christianity, a lot of information and no intimacy. Tonight, make a decision that I shall be set apart for the Lord. I shall be intimate once again for the Lord. Hallelujah. The wise man worship was one of intimacy. Hallelujah. They want to come closer to Jesus. Hallelujah. The closer they walked, the closer the presence of God, there was nothing more important to them than Jesus and his love. What is important in your heart tonight? Money, lust, people's, what people say about you. So many people are afraid of just to serve the Lord. What people? It's a bondage. It's a snare. They're stealing. The love and fear of people are stealing the rewards from your life. Tonight, inside the message, God is telling, why is such a message sent tonight? Not to bombard you, not to condemn you. No. But God is saying, I'm in need of my people. I'm in need of their lives. I'm in need of their hearts. I want them to set their life apart to Jesus. Hallelujah. Don't make the Christianity or listening to a message coming on a Sunday a matter of entertainment. But it should be a matter of surrender. Sometimes pastor says, you know, to give such a kind of message is scary. 
because today people want a message feel good wife messages <laughs> i was looking into jesus he sweat his blood just to know the will of god what feel good vibe is there what feel good vibe was there dying on the cross of calvary people plug plug plowed on his uh, body and he was mad could not understand who this person is only bones coming out there was no flesh in his body where is feel good factor where was the feel good factor for peter when he said i cannot die like a master crucify him upside down where was the feel good pop, feel good factor when the head of paul was chopped come on church don't be deceived it was jesus you can say he was god he could have gone through but these were ordinary fishermen who was full of the holy ghost denied their life to follow jesus and tonight sitting in our ac rooms and drinking a piece of juice let us not complain tonight bible says it is a fearful things to fall into the hands of god do not neglect such a great salvation amen today people are saying oh we are forcefully doing things we are trying to steal people's freedom real freedom is knowing the truth and real freedom is trusting jesus come on what is the word of truth or what is the meaning of trust t stands for to rely upon solid truth that's trust t r u s t to rely upon solid truth that's trust that's freedom somebody told pastor we love your messages we really love your gifts positive vibes i said okay well but then you say when i give certain other messages pastor don't hurt me don't prick me when a discipline message correcting message come people doesn't jump over i mean if some of people are jumping for this message blessed are you i want you to come and lay hands on me hallelujah <laughs> <laughs> because you might be really on fire to jump for this message hallelujah most of the people no jumping for the message like that they will even think of oh pastor is so rude in this covid time you know this kind of messages hallelujah but how many of you would say lord jesus correct me if need to discipline me if need to I want to walk with Jesus till my last breath. I want to see my express anointed by you Lord. Para bala gadaga bala sambala pray in the Holy Spirit sometime church. Clap your hands and pray in the Holy Ghost. Let there be a hallelujah. Tibari gadaga bala sambala dela bala sia. Oh devana gadaga mena sambala dela bala gadaga gara gadaga skara dela. Oh rabala dela jaratla jara bala gadaga bala sabha. Ore bala dela jaratra dela bala gadaga bala sia dela. Victory by the blood of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Pastor said there are four types of people in the church. Number one, the familiar. Mark chapter 6 verse 25, the Bible speaks about 
Hallelujah. Jesus coming to his hometown and to do something great. And the people over them are saying, Oh, is he not Carpenter Joseph's son? Is he not this Mary's son? Do we know his sisters? I mean, have we seen him walking with us with his pampers on? Do we know him? The Bible says Jesus could not do anything mighty there because people were so familiar. Familiarity will kill the expectation. If you're too familiar with the church and it's surrounding the worship, first 15 minutes worship, then the word. I mean, people have become too familiar. They're not expecting. They're doing some religious duties. That's why nothing harms. The original hunger is not there. Not just hunger, the original hunger. Not really our church, even the men of God, they become too familiar. You walk with them, you talk with them and suddenly you think that they are on your level. Just because they came to your level to reach up to you, suddenly you act with them, you speak to them as they are in your level. Familiarity. In case one or two times they get upset or their face go a little angry. You forget everything else God used the servant of God for and you will just lift up that particular thing. Hallelujah. Yesterday Pastor said something. He said, your solution is in my mouth. You better not belittle me. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Don't belittle men of God who God has sealed your solutions, the answers to your prayers. Hallelujah. To their heart and their life. Don't better not belittle them. Hallelujah. It will kill what God has for you. You miss out. Big time. Don't give them a judgmental look and put them down. Hallelujah. Are you with me church tonight? God is not looking for perfection. He's looking for authenticity. Hallelujah. The spirit of familiarity comes to church. They know everything about the church. Hallelujah. Renard Bonke said, while he was ministering in America, the press came and asked him, Bonke, when you go into Africa, about 2 million people comes and about 1 billion people get saved and many miracles happen. And why does that not happen when you minister in America? He said, because people are very familiar with the gospel, with the messages. It's about information, no intimacy. They're taken for granted the anointings of God. People are familiar with Christianity. They no longer follow Jesus. They just here for a good vibe and feel good. And then they don't do anything. Hallelujah. Christianity is glowing to glow. Glory to glory. One light to another light. Smaller light into larger light. The path of the righteous is brighter to a perfect noonday. It becomes brighter and brighter. The light has so much preeminence in his life. The darkness, hallelujah, dare not step into his life. Oh, that's a good place to put your hands together. Give a praise offering. Thank him. Oh, hallelujah. The light be so powerful in your life. Darkness won't dare. Hallelujah. Tonight, 
We want to expect something fresh from the Lord. Hallelujah. Before he comes back, we want to fresh. Today, you know, these guys are sitting on the chair. You know, if you can put the camera on them. Hallelujah. Just see how they're sitting. What is expectation means? Come forward. Come forward. More. More. This is expectation. Hallelujah. Because the next word, they're ready to jump and catch it. And pray and push with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. But the church today is like this. See, like this. Like this. Now, if there, if there were more cushion, they would have gone a little more. We need to lean forward in expectancy. What is the next word going to come out of the pastor's mouth? You can see the eyes burning, the heart, hallelujah, throbbing, hallelujah. Because the Bible is a love letter. Hallelujah, lover speaking through the man of God to you. He's sending the love letters. Otherwise, it becomes no use, no fire. Pastor said one of the meetings he went, he started reading a word and the old woman caught that word and she was dancing and praising and dancing and praising with that word to, to the point that he could not continue the message till she saw the miracle. You have to, so hungry, so full of the word, so declaring it, so catching it, Till you know that the miracle has happened in the realm of spirit, at least. Come on, church. Fire of the Holy Spirit tonight in the name of the Lord. Holy Spirit. Help us. Thank you, Jesus. If you change your attitude, the atmosphere will change. Pastor said he went to Brazil. The people came here. No food, no drink, nothing. Here, hours and hours sitting. Even before he would preach, people would be falling under the power of God. He said, it was not me. It was such hunger. So the first group, the familiar, the second group of people is the frauds. Matthew 23, message translation, 25 to 26. You are hopeless. You religious scholars and Pharisees, frauds, you burnish the surface of your cups and bowls so they sparkle in the sun, while the insides are maggoty with your greed and gluttony. Stupid Pharisee, score the inside and then the gleaming surface will mean something. Amen. God is, Jesus is calling such strong words over Pharisees, you frauds. There are people like that also. No genuine love. Somebody said, if you come to this church, you'll get blessing money and that's the reason you're doing there. You're sitting there. You come early morning. You sit all through. You are involved in everything, but the heart is not there. And you, the worst thing is you think that you are the, I mean, the best things happen to the church. The real deal. (laughs) The Lord is saying outside it's glistening. What is the word? Gleaning. Looks so bright. But inside you are dead bones. 
His brood of vipers, poisonous inside. Hide hidden. Hallelujah. Tonight, if you are really genuine, God is not against you. He's sending this word so that you can ask the Lord to cleanse me from within law. He's not leaving. He's not condemning. He's freeing you tonight to be genuine forever. Hallelujah. Come on. Lift your hands and say, Lord, make me genuine for you, Lord. Make me genuine, Lord. Make me genuine, Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Because sometimes we are showing over spirituality in many things to the point that we are judging the new people who are coming in and say, hey, we guys are a little more older than you guys. We know. That's not what God is looking. He's looking at the heart. Hallelujah. So easy to preach a message like this from home. If I were in the church, I don't know whether it would be like a Stephen's message preaching, gnashing of teeth and people ready to stone you. Hallelujah. But it doesn't matter. I am taught well. said, even if you are stoned, you will always preach the truth. Hallelujah. When you stepped out for the Lord, you are ready to go through anything to get the gospel through into the lives of the people. So hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm sorry. I have to tell you what the Lord is. Hallelujah. Wants to know us tonight so that we can be changed by the grace. Hallelujah. The two types of people who Jesus was very hard on. Sadducees and Pharisees. Sadducees were people who were born into a culture. They did not become, they cannot become Sadducees, you know, want somebody like, I mean, somebody else and become a Sadducee. They had to born into that community. Hallelujah. They were used to worshipping a particular way, on a particular direction, the front and back. But no genuine love for Jesus. Pretension. Andrea Gassi, the tennis player, he wrote a book, he wrote a book called The Open. Inside that one chapter, he said, he speaks about my secret life. And he goes on to say, he hated tennis. He always hated tennis, but he played the game of tennis because his father dreamt of making him the best tennis player. He said, I was forced to play every day. Every single time my father would force me to play from morning to evening to improve my backhand and my forehand and my backhand. He said, I used to get so tired, I used to hit the ball outside of the tennis court so that at least I get four minutes rest. But father was behind his back and he said, Hallelujah. I never chose this for myself. I never liked it. Hallelujah. He said, I pretended to be somebody I was not. In church also, that's what is happening. We are listening to this because somebody compelled us. Father compelled us or mother compelled us or in-laws compelled us. Somebody compelled us to lift our hands. It's become a religious spirit. It's become a legalism rather than loving Jesus. Hallelujah. More than anything. More than anything. I love you, Jesus, more than anything, more than anything, more than anything. I love you, Jesus, more than anything.
my brothers, more than my sisters. I love you, Jesus, more than anything, more than my family, more than my family, more than my children. I love you, Jesus, more than anything, more than my friends, more than my critiques. I love you, Jesus, more than anything, oh, more than anything, more than anything. I love you, Jesus. More than anything, more than anything, more than everything, I love you, Jesus, more than anything. Amen. Wise men worshipped because they loved. They did not jump and clap and praise God because it was a part of a legalism that it was something that was forced to and compelled to. They did all that because they loved the Lord. It's a matter of love. Look at somebody and say, it's a matter of love. Amen. It's a matter of love. One boy loved a girl. One day, he went to call her out of the house. He said, oh, she cheated me. She cheated me. Said, what happened? So she came out of the house to live with me. <laughs> this is God's love letter. He, when he loved you, he gave all. Hallelujah. Praise God. He does not. Hallelujah. He's upset that he called you. While you are still his enemy, he loved you. How much more now? Having been reconciled to God through the blood of Jesus Christ, shall you be saved. Hallelujah. Into this grace in which we have stand, we have access by faith into this grace. Oh, hallelujah. We are not perfect. God knows that. God is not looking for perfection. He's looking for authenticity. I might be the most non-perfect person. Maybe she's, Fiba is much better than me. Hallelujah. God is not looking for perfection. He's looking for authenticity. We are serving here not to show people because we want to be authentic before God. This is not a profession for us. This is our lifestyle. This is our breath. This is what we live for. What we live for is to see the next revival. What we live for is to be a part of the next revival wind of God. Hallelujah. With all that we have, if anybody here like that tonight, lift your hands. Yeah, hallelujah. Step into that moment tonight and say, Lord, we want to see the revival. That's what our life is for. That's what we live for. Hallelujah. And number three, there is another group called the fan group. Like IPL, we have, you know, Sanju Samson, a fan, first boy from Kerala to play for an IPL or Indian team, you know, a batsman, a wicketkeeper, 
on the first poem, maybe after Sri Shant, after Abhi Kurula, I don't know, goes on. Or Kerala Blasters, you know, we are fans. I mean, when these guys are doing well, we will put them in a pedestal. We lift them up, lift them up, lift them up, lift them up. And when they do bad, we will bring them down through our bad words. Praise the Lord. When we are doing great things, we are victorious. We are doing well. The church is doing well. Everything is happening. Everybody is there. Pastor, Bangalore city is us. Let's do a 50-day fast. When things are not going well, etc, etc, etc. But God did not come. Jesus did not come to create a club. But He is called to come to followers of Christ. When somebody tried to make Jesus the fan, His Bible says He ran away. He fled. He said, I don't want to. I did not come to become the king of the world. Tonight church, when we stepped out of the Lord, it was not for fan club. Hallelujah. Amen. It's not what people say or family say. It's not our problem because we are not trying to become a fan club. Hallelujah. Sometimes family people can come against you. Neighbors can come against you. Hallelujah. But we are not worshipping the Lord. Of a, we are not convenient Christians. Even in inconvenience, we'll worship the Lord. Come on church tonight. And the fourth group of people is called the followers. Amen. They follow Jesus. They're not perfect, they're not perfect but they're prophetic. But it's not important is perfection. It's prophetic authenticity that Paul said I want to fight the good fight and I want to finish the race there is a fight but it's a fight of faith if you have faith you can fight it he said I run well I kept the faith it's to keep the faith in the right track don't sidetrack put this one word in put this message in one word don't sidetrack look unto Jesus the author and the perfecter of faith Tonight, let's follow Jesus. Let's close our eyes in prayer. The wise men still worship the Lord. The wise men worship. I pray God will anoint you to be wise tonight. To worship. Amen. Hallelujah. To give the best worship tonight. Hallelujah. Let's pray tonight.